This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, well, well. New Jersey, the great state of New Jersey, is the last state standing. Yes, there were two, and then there were only one. As the Highlander said many years ago, there can be only one. Oregon, had the lawmakers there, overturned a 72-year prohibition on pumping your own gas at gas stations, making New Jersey the only U.S. state that still requires an attendant to fill up your tank. <laughs> I will never forget the first time I went to pump my own gas in New Jersey. I was living in Pennsylvania and I was going to New Jersey every morning to Trenton to hop on the train to go into Manhattan every morning. And uh, I there's a gas station right there by the train station. Always had low prices and it's right there. You just fill it up. You don't worry about it. And I pulled in. I hopped out of my car and I'm telling you, New Jersey gas SWAT team jumped out of the gas station, came running around saying, what are you doing? I mean, it was <laughs> I was lucky I wasn't shot. And uh, and arrested, but uh, they're no 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 pumping no pumping no pumping, and so you get kind of used to it. After a while, it's like, well, you got to pull in there because I don't have to pump it. You just stay in your car, and they pump it for you. You either just fill it up, or you know, you hand them a twenty dollar bill, or you hand them your card and say, uh, you know, twenty bucks or thirty bucks, and they put it on the card for you. They take your cash, they put it in your car, and you drive away. It's kind of nice. <laughs> You get kind of used to it. So, Oregon, sorry about it. You're going to have to get out and pump your own gas now. I know. I know. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It was your damn lawmakers that did it, okay? If you want somebody to pump your pump your gas for you, uh, you're going to have to move to New Jersey. That's just the way it is. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Well, we talked yesterday about all the flight delays around the country, and it is still ongoing. I mean, tens of thousands of U.S. flights have been delayed or canceled over the past several days, and it's going to continue. I mean, we have the Canadian wildfire smoke that's coming back into the country. <laughs> we have the heat wave that is, I mean, it's going to be a thousand degrees in probably 90% of the country. So get used to that. It's just going to be hot and muggy and sticky and just you're going to want to stay inside and pray that the uh, power companies keep the power on. And, uh, you know, so and Chicago, uh, because of the smoke, is going to have the worst air quality in the world. At least they already had that. And we'll see if that continues today. But I want you to know that uh, United, United Airlines said, hey, 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 uh, it's not on us. Okay, don't blame us. The CEO, Scott Kirby, said, uh, no, 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 no. That's the FAA. They've got air traffic controller shortages. And frankly, they failed us this past weekend. Okay, uh, just 
sorry about it uh and hopefully the uh, air travel will be better over this fourth of july holiday <laughs> uh good luck good luck with that now not only do you have that we also found out today that the well the centers for disease control have said that we have five patients now four in florida one in texas that have malaria Uh, yay so we now have malaria in the united states so malaria is caused if you don't know by being bitten by an infected mosquito now according to this people cannot catch it from each other so you don't have to worry about somebody that has malaria they can't give it to you but insects catch it from infected people so that's what continues the cycle now it's most common in africa asia central and south america but not in the united states so just be careful out there (laughs) uh the risk is always higher in areas where the climate means insects survive during most of the year well uh it's pretty warm out there so make sure you keeping track of where the mosquitoes can be born in your backyard and travelers from malaria endemic areas are found huh so people with malaria who let's say for an example just if you're i'm gonna think outside of the box come across our southern border uh from countries you know africa asia central and south america and they have malaria and a mosquito bites them and then that mosquito bites someone who didn't come across the border say someone who already lived here huh that means that they would get malaria funny how that works okay so just remember use insect repellent and covering up uh can help protect against the mosquito bites now the people who have it here in the u.s have been treated uh they are improving u.s doctors are being advised to consider malaria in any person with an unexplained fever regardless of international travel history particularly if they had visited or lived in florida or texas so florida's issued a mosquito-borne illness alert after cases were discovered in sarasota county and manatee county uh, warning residents to drain standing water i already told you to do that where mosquitoes can breed and wear long sleeve shirts and pants so the cdc is doing exactly what i told you to do good for them okay this story has been eaten at me for several hours now <laughs> uh, i read this this morning and it just pisses me off and i understand what they're doing because netflix is doing the same thing with their membership sharing you can't share with anyone if it's not in your ip address or your family you can't share and i in fact have had a family member get cut off uh from uh, using a netflix account which is just agonizing to me but costco is now doing the same thing they are going to crack down on unauthorized card sharing Costco is now asking to see shoppers' membership cards with their photo at self-checkout. This just pisses me off because I'm paying or someone is paying to walk through the door. And so if I'm using the card, you're the one that's making me go. That means I'm not going to go through self-checkout because their deal is is they're pissed because so many people are going through self-checkout and they've noticed that it's different. 
the policy states, according to Costco, that our membership cards are not transferable. And since expanding our self-service checkout, we've noticed that non-member shoppers have been using membership cards that do not belong to them. Well, okay. So how about you get yourself some more uh, checkout people and uh, don't have self-checkout? Because that kind of pisses me off too. I'm already paying to come into your club. And now you want me to check myself out too. How come I don't get a discount when I do that? Okay, so maybe that's what we need to do. And if I'm Sam's Club, maybe I start advertising, uh, hey, as long as you have a card, you get in the door. We don't care. And just to, to slap Costco in the face, although Sam's Club will probably start doing the same damn thing. So Costco said employees are now asking to see shoppers' membership cards with their photo at self-checkout. If the membership card does not have a photo, then employees ask for a photo ID. Costco is able to keep our prices as low as possible. Do ya? Are ya? Because our membership fees help offset our operational expenses. That's how we keep our hot dogs a buck fifty with a drink and our chickens at five dollars because of that. Okay. All right. We don't feel it's right that non-members receive the same benefits and pricing as our members. Okay. So if I say, hey, uh, go to Costco for me. Here's my card. Pick up some stuff. Now you're going to tell them at the self-checkout they can't purchase the goods? That is pretty amazing. That's the deal. It's non-transferable. Okay, so their basic gold card membership costs $60 a year, and executive memberships cost $120 annually, and come with extra perks, does it? Oh, yes, you get to buy tires for cheaper. Okay, Uh, both tiers allow for two individual cards per membership, and Costco is the third largest retail company in the U.S. Wow, by sales revenue. Much of Costco's profits come from membership fees, I bet. According to third quarter SEC filings, the Wholesale Club has more than 69 million members and nearly 125 million authorized membership card holders as of May 2023. It really just agonizes me that I can't purchase something and share it with someone if I want to. That's the deal. That's our membership policy, Jeff. So you just live with it. You know, for a long time, I didn't have a Costco card. And I used, uh, well, I won't say the person's name, but you know who he is. And I used his card because Costco sells a product that I like to purchase. Just one product. They have one product that I like to purchase that Sam's Club doesn't have. Now, I can get the product online, but it's easier for me just to run into Costco and get it. So I just use his card, go in, purchase it, and get out. How does that? hurt Costco. And then because of that, I ended up, you know, realizing that we still had some money left on a Costco card that we let expire. And so we decided, well, let's go ahead and just re-up the Costco membership, which adds to their 69 million members. And, uh, well, so my wife and I are both uh, able to use the card. So that adds to the 125 million authorized membership card holders at Costco. So I guess if I don't go through the self-checkout, then they're not going to check. So that's the there's your ticket. If you go to Costco and you're using someone else's card, don't go through the self-checkout because they're making a big deal out of you going through the self-checkout. I'm sure that will change now that I'm telling you that. But according to this, 
and they're only doing it at the self-checkout. So go through the line if you're using someone else's card. Just a friendly tip from me. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you can always email the show, ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com. I see all your emails. Thank you very much for sending them. Uh, Sometimes I reply. Sometimes I don't. Sorry. But uh, I do see them, so thank you. Uh, ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com Now, one of the things that uh, helps keep this show free is the subscribership to BlazeTV.com. And so if you want a deal, you can go to BlazeTV.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. Use the promo code Jeffy and save some money on your yearly membership to Blaze TV. Well, what we figured was going to happen did. Ryan Seacrest will replace the uh, Wheel of Fortune game show host Pat Sajak at the end of this coming season. Uh, He said, I'm truly humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak. Wow, Ryan Seacrest is 48 years old. Seems like he should not be that old yet. Uh, Seacrest signed a multi-year agreement. Also serve as consulting producer. Wow. And uh, that's what the press release from Sony Pictures Television, the company that produces Wheel of Fortune, said. And my favorite part of the story, remember we talked about this, I don't know, a couple of times, but that Whoopi Goldberg, I don't know that she was legitimately being considered for the job, but she was always named in all of these stories. And uh, and she's named in this story, too. It talks about Whoopi also announced her interest while discussing Sajak's retirement on the air. Yeah, you're not getting the gig, Whoopi, okay? No, we barely put up with you on The View. Uh, You're not doing that, Joe. I mean, I will say, uh, just as a fun part of me, I would love to see Whoopi do it. I think we talked about that as well. She would promote Moomoo's by Jeffy. (laughs) Maybe Ryan can too. You know, maybe Ryan. I'll send Ryan a couple of Moomoo's by Jeffy, see if he wears them out there on the show. Or maybe Vanna can. Vanna's working out a new deal. She just wants more money, and she deserves it, so I hope she gets everything that she wants. And get it while you can, Vanna. I mean, you can quote me on that. Get it while you can. You never know when you want to spend some money on something like, say, I don't know, the ceremonial gown worn by Carrie Fisher that was believed to be destroyed after the production of A New Hope. Uh, The garment was recently discovered after being tucked away in a London attic. (laughs) Uh, of course uh, after its discovery though it went underwent a meticulous museum caliber restoration conducted by a professional textile conservators in london of course the costume designer uh, john molo created the gown for fisher's legendary character princess leia sharing that ceremonial gown was created to reflect the purity and beauty of leia's character and it's the only known princess leia costume from the original film in existence uh, they, it's going to start out at 500000 They would like to fetch $1 to $2 million for it. They may even get more than that. And I know I wouldn't be surprised to see a guy by the name of Glenn Beck buy that. Uh, it sounds like something he would want for his uh, museum uh, history, uh, his collection of history for the museum. He's actually showing off 
I don't know, 70 or $80 million worth of it in Utah this week. Uh, his Blueprints of History Museum tours going on in St. George, Utah. So I'm not sure. This particular uh, auction is today through Saturday. So today, if you're listening live, is the 28th of June, 2023. And the auction goes through the 30th of June, 2023. Uh, pretty cool. Also at the auction, they have they claim they have 1,400 Hollywood costumes, props, and movie paraphernalia that are going to be available in Los Angeles. It's at the uh, uh, the Prop House auction. It's going to be uh, held at the Peterson Automotive Museum. Who doesn't love the Peterson Automotive Museum? They have uh, Batman's motorcycle from uh, the 2008 film The Dark Knight. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, they have the shield used by Brad Pitt in Troy. And this I would not be surprised to see if it was uh, purchased for the Mercury One Museum. A mud-splattered cloak and glasses worn by Daniel Radcliffe in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I would not be surprised to see that uh, show up at Mercury One in Texas uh, very, very soon. But for sure, I mean, they found this thing in an attic. They found uh, uh, her this dress, the ceremonial gown. Somebody took it and just put it in their attic. <laughs> Why? I, I mean, okay. I wish it was in my attic. Uh, no kidding. I, mean, I bought paintings uh, at from uh, thrift stores before, and I always open the back when I get home. I always want to see if there's some signature or some other painting or some other photo uh or some cash or something in the back of it and that has sadly not happened yet but it still could we can all dream can't we i mean like kim kardashian uh you know she's got her uh, skims underwear brand that is doing tremendous and kim's only worth i don't know a billion dollars or more uh apparently now she's gonna go brick and mortar she's gonna open up her first permanent stores next year so we'll see if that works out for kim i mean there's plenty of open storefronts <laughs> uh, especially in the cities that kim frequents so be on the lookout for skims brick and mortar uh coming to a neighborhood near you next year also i saw this come across the uh the social media um, algorithm last night and i don't know if it's real I think it is, and it's kind of agonizing. It's kind of cute. It's whatever, but uh, you know, it's uh, we'll see. Uh, a Pepsi is releasing its first ever condiment for the Fourth of July. It's called Pepsi Cola Chup, and it's Pepsi. It's a Pepsi ketchup. And eh, no, thank you. Uh, I am a Heinz man uh, through and through. I'm a Heinz police officer, by the way. Uh, I'm a badge-carrying Heinz police officer uh, that covers America, and I'll shut a place down. Man, do not put uh, lowly, cheap brands of ketchup in Heinz ketchup bottles in your restaurants. I will shut you down. People try that all the time because they Heinz is the standard. And so when you have a Heinz ketchup bottle on your restaurant table, people know this is a good restaurant. But then they try to put in the low, cheap ketchup into the Heinz ketchup bottles. And I won't stand for it. I'll shut a place down. So if, I mean, I guess it'd be something cute to try. 
you know, not, no problem, whatever. You're at a 4th of July party and you have, you know, Pepsi Cola Chup to put on a hot dog. But no, thank you. I will just take the Heinz, please. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So who died today? Who died today? Former NFL and University of Arkansas quarterback Ryan Mallett uh, died at the age of 35. Rest in peace, Ryan. I know what you're thinking. Don't look at me like that. He he drowned uh, off Florida's Gulf Coast. So it wasn't that. So stop thinking that, okay? (laughs) Uh, He was, uh, they were out in the water uh, from a beach in Destin, Florida, uh, up at the Panhandle, and then he went to a local hospital. Said uh, that uh, a tourist died in a parrot drowning offshore of Gulf Shore Drive in Destin. A group of individuals were reportedly struggling offshore when a man went under. He was not breathing when lifeguards found and pulled him out. Tragically, life-saving measures weren't successful. Very sad. Uh, he was coaching uh, his uh, high school. Uh, now he played in the NFL in college. For he played in the NFL for I don't know several years. Like uh, I want to say he played in the NFL for eight, nine years, something like that. Anyway, uh, so he was coaching high school football now, and so uh, very sad. Now I get this in the story though, and I hadn't heard this. Um, 11 reported deaths attributed to rip currents along the Gulf Coast in recent weeks. So when they tell you to be careful, uh, when you go out swimming in the Gulf of Mexico and they tell you to be careful of the rip currents, they mean it. Okay. And I'm sure Ryan is bigger than life and thinks he can handle anything and thought he could handle anything. And, uh, he was wrong. Uh, those rip currents will take you. Now, a lot of people will tell you, you got to just roll with the rip currents and, you know, Hopefully that will save your life. I have never been caught in one or close to one. I don't know the answer to that. I'm just telling you when they tell you, hey, if you go swimming out there, uh, don't go too far because you got the rip currents. Maybe you ought to listen to them. Yeah, he played seven years uh, in the NFL. He played for the Patriots. He played for the Houston Texans. He played for the Baltimore Ravens. He came out of high school as one of the best ever high school quarterbacks in the state of Arkansas ever went to the University of Michigan Lloyd Carr the head the head coach uh, retired so he was out of there went and played in Arkansas and he played uh, you know very little for the Patriots wonder why oh that's right Tom Brady was there and then uh, he played for the Texans for a while and then he played for the Ravens and then of course he retired so he was seven seasons in the NFL anyway Ryan Mallett uh, rest in peace dead at the age of 35 then we do have confirmation that Julian Sands has been found. His death uh, 
in the mountains we don't know i can't wait i really i can't wait to find out actually how he died of what killed him so he went missing in january after going out on a hike right and we've been looking for him since january then they had to halt the hike because of weather and it was up uh, you know mount baldy area and so the san fernando sheriff's department uh restarted the search last week and they found remains of a body and that identification uh, process has taken place and it was julian sands at the age of 65 rest in peace his family uh his brother said i know he's gone i feel it in my heart he's gone he was an incredible hiker he said that uh in the story when they were talking about julian and his life how he almost died one other time when he was hiking in the andes in the early 90s he said that uh, they were caught in an atrocious storm above twenty thousand feet and he said uh, he and three others were struggling we were all in a very bad way some guys close to us perished we were lucky so he had seen bad stuff before uh in the mountains and so i'll be interested to see what and how if we ever will know uh caught him off guard because he hiked all over the world and uh you know this caught him off guard in mount baldy okay Uh, all right all right fine just very sad uh that it was him now his i told you his brother believed that he was gone he said uh i know uh, you know he's declared missing and presumed dead but i know in my heart he's gone so he felt it and apparently they were really close uh, you know their entire lives so you can understand how you could have that feeling so he was in the movie seneca with john malkovich He's got uh, the Piper that was released this year, and he's got three other additional projects in post-production. So we're going to still see him on the uh, on the big screen or on your television uh, soon because he still had work out there. So rest in peace, Julian Sands. Very sad at the age of sixty-five. So I was looking at the what will or is the world's largest cruise ship which is ready to set sail uh, for the first time in the initial sea trial. (laughs) It is amazing. The Royal Caribbean's icon of the seas. Now, it's supposed to embark on its maiden voyage out of South Florida in January of 2024. So it's, I mean, it's a huge ship. It's called the Icon of the Seas, man. Wow. It's completing its uh, first phase of sea trials right now in Europe. Uh, it's going to be the largest cruise ship and the company's first Icon-class ship. It's been under construction uh, in uh, Finland. It's going to uh, offer vacationers the world's largest water park at sea, dubbed Category 6 and featuring six water slides, also offers a resort getaway, a beach escape, a theme park, and over 40 ways to dine, drink, and be entertained. Inside, you're going to have the Ultimate Family Townhouse, which is a three-story sprawling adventure-filled pad with an in-suite slide, a karaoke station, and hidden areas to discover. The ships... Look at this thing. Look, I'm just going to hold the picture up for you to take a look. Take a look. Look at that water park. 
That's amazing. Look how big this thing is. The ship's 20 decks will include the Royal, Car the Royal Caribbean's first ever dueling piano bar, eight neighborhoods, the largest pool at sea, and experiences for thrill-seekers like Crown's Edge. Described as the fear-inducing challenge that's part skywalk, part ropes course, part thrill ride, and an all-out test of courage. <laughs> it weighs an estimated, I guess they don't have a scale big enough to figure it out, 250,800 tons. <laughs> yeah, the scale's not weighing that bad boy. Uh, my scale wouldn't even work on that. Uh, it measures close to 1,200 feet long. It holds... 5,610 passengers. Now, it says here it holds about. So, I don't know where we get the about, uh, but it holds about 5,610 passengers, 2,350 crew members. Wow. So, we have 450 specialists running four days of preliminary tests on the ship's main engines, bow and propellers, as well as checking noise and vibration levels. Between preparations and trials, the journey to bring Icon to life involved more than 2,000 specialists, hundreds of miles traveled, four 37 to 67 ton tugboats, and more than 350 hours of work. All that will prepare the crews for its second round of sea trials, and they're going to ready to launch it out of South Florida in January of 2024. It'll set sail from Miami on a seven-night Eastern and Western Caribbean vacations all year round. You can visit popular destinations like the Bahamas, Mexico, St. Martin, the Honduras, and the Honduras? Okay. Uh, and, of course, the Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay. <laughs> The uh, the CEO, Michael Bailey, described the ship literally the best performing new product launch we've ever had. Now, they already have the biggest ship, uh, the wonder of the seas. So they're just knocking themselves out of their own record with uh, the wonder of the seas. Icon of the Seas spits on the wonder of the seas, okay? Spits on it. <laughs> and even with all of that, that does not make me want to go on the cruise. I know. I don't know what to tell you. It just doesn't look... You're still on a ship. I know there's 20 decks and there's neighborhoods. And believe me, everyone isn't going to be staying in the uh, townhouse, okay? <laughs> uh, there's going to be some people down in the lower decks, with the rats okay that's just the way it is so now everyone's not gonna have the in suite slide <laughs> uh you're gonna be looking up to you know up to that deck up there that's where the that's where the slides are uh, that's not where you're staying i don't know it just doesn't look appealing i mean it is uh you can quote me on this as well it's a big ass ship <laughs> uh, but it does not make me want to go out on it but, you know, maybe, I guess, maybe if someone said, hey, here's a ticket, hop on, maybe, maybe. And that's a big maybe, because it really just doesn't appeal to me. But if it appeals to you, tear it up. The Icon of the Seas uh, will be coming in January of 2024. Have fun. <laughs>
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So is it a deal or isn't it a deal? Uh, last week we published that uh, the baby mama to hunter biden uh is uh made a deal she slashed the child support payments to five thousand a month and uh they agreed to not give the baby the four-year-old uh the biden name that's what was reported so and i mean the president doesn't even acknowledge this person at all uh it just doesn't this this grandchild doesn't exist and they went back and forth over hunter and the financials and all that but the attorney for roberts the the mother the baby mama said that uh the deal had not been done there was no deal and so is there a deal or is there not a deal uh we'll see i i mean we said in in hunter's filings now she i i said all along that she really didn't care about the biden name that was just to push him because he wouldn't uh give you know the financials and they were having such a big deal to get him and they finally got him to come in for deposition and they ended up changing the venue for that and she showed up for that and i mean it was a big to do but it's all about the baby right and uh the baby navy joan i believe is her name now in his hunter has opposed her becoming a biden uh, insisting and i know this is just in the filings but he insisted that he wants a peaceful existence for her free of the political scrutiny associated with his family dynasty well i gotta tell you that's kind of true <laughs> uh, I said that to begin with. I mean, I don't know why legitimately you would want the Biden name, especially with what's coming down the pipe. Uh, I just have a feeling that in years to come, Navy Jones going to be real happy. Her last name is not Biden, but it doesn't matter because she's still a bloodline. Uh, she's still, you know, she's still a bloodline, and the press knows about her now, so uh, they'll never let that go. But uh, we'll see if it's actually a deal or not a deal. Uh, Hunter's supposed to go before a judge, I think, tomorrow and see if his deal with the government goes through. I, who knows? This guy is such a nightmare. And more more WhatsApp communications have come out uh, in the dealings with Hunter and his dad. Who is, who's his dad again? Oh, yeah, that's right. The president of the United States. So we'll see. I try to stay away from politics as much as possible, but I got to talk about Hunter. I mean, Hunter's my man. <laughs> I mean, he's got he's married now again and has other kids with this new wife, and they still refuse to recognize this girl. I don't understand it. It's too much. It's it's douchiness, and I don't like the douchiness. And I know that's not a surprise coming from Hunter and the Bidens, 
but I just I don't understand the douchiness of not even recognizing this child. I get it. You had sex with the barmaid or the stripper or your former worker, your do girl at your business. I got it. And you know she gets pregnant and you she doesn't want to have an abortion and so she has a kid. So you're pissed about that. It's still your kid. It's still your kid. And the DNA proves it which they forced your hand into. You wouldn't even acknowledge it until you had the DNA test forced on you. And then that proved that that was your kid. So, and then you're still not going to acknowledge it at all. And he acknowledges it by paying child support, but he doesn't want to give it the name. And the dad won't even recognize it at all. It's, it's disgusting. That's all. It's just disgusting. Now, do I want Joe Biden, uh, you know, hugging my kid see that's the thing I, I i'm mad that they don't recognize it but it's kind of probably a good thing because you don't really want that kid around them you just don't all right i got some gifts in the mail today and i'm not really sure you know who they're from but i really appreciate it one came in an envelope that said handle with care do not bend and uh, i didn't and they didn't and it arrived unbent and it's a pen or a pen no, it's not a pen. It's a pin. Uh, it's a stick pin with of the um, convict number nine five uh, nine six five three for president. Remember, I had said when we talked about he ran for president while in prison. He ran for president as convict number nine six five three, and I really wanted a one of those one of these pins because they were that's what he that was that was out and about at the time. Okay, so this is great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. However, and I know this is you know I'm sorry about this, but what I really wanted was an original uh, pin that had this. So thank you for this, and I will. You know, I'll wear it from time to time proudly. I'll store it and have it with my other, you know, who doesn't have a huge stick pen collection. But I really want the original. So if you can look for that and find that for me, that would be that would be great. Thank you. Then I got another gift that came in a clothes bag. And it was a, a magazine, a big and tall magazine called King Size. And it, uh, uh, someone ordered a shirt for me. And because they ordered this shirt, it, the, it, they came with the, uh, with the magazine, the catalog from King Size. Now, it's a big and tall magazine, which I have uh, you know, shopped at before in my life. I know that's going to come as a surprise, but I have. And uh, I love a lot of the King Size uh shirts and clothes very nice and you can order them online but the person and i don't know where where it came from they sent it to me they bought me a shirt and the shirt is really cool it's a hawaiian shirt let me put down here to pick it up it's a big it's kind of a it's kind of a purplish navy blue i'm kind of colorblind so i should have showed my wife this before so i knew what colors it's kind of a purplish black flowery hawaiian shirt it's really cool i will wear it all right uh, i'm gonna have to try to squeeze into it it's a 6x <laughs> and i appreciate it i appreciate it very much uh it's really nice and when i can when i can squeeze into the old 6x uh i'll wear it and post it online okay and i really appreciate it thank you very much i'm not sure who sent this but whoever did thank you and i really appreciate it and i will i will sport it and thank you to the person who sent me the uh, convict 
Pen for president. I really appreciate it. Let me know how your search goes for one of the originals. All right, and I'll leave you with another story out of Florida. I mean, you got to be careful in Florida. I mean, this is the third story from Florida today. We had uh, malaria. We had the drowning. And now we have uh, sharks attacking humans. This cannot stand. Uh, this cannot stand. So there's a video uh, showing a guy getting pulled into the water from his boat after a shark bites his hand and pulls him into the water. One of the big lemon sharks. I uh, said so there was no chum or blood in the water. The, the sharks were unprovoked. And there are no joke in the Everglades. So keep your hands out of the water is not an exaggeration. Apparently, they were having a great day. And the guy went to, uh, he had some fish on his hands. And he went to wipe the fish off his hands in the water, leaning off the side of the boat. Nope. Not having any of that with the lemon shark. And you can see the video. The shark pulls him right in. Wow. It doesn't say how badly he was hurt. But it does say that uh, they rushed back to the dock. And the park rangers were a lifesaver. Literally. He was airlifted to the hospital. And is in the best care possible. So, I mean, I don't know when they talk about... In the story, they say the captains shared their first-hand perspective. Makes you think that, uh, you know, he didn't lose his hand. But apparently, these lemon sharks are lurking below. Some of them are, you know, 250 pounds plus. Apparently, there's a real problem with uh, sharks in the Everglades these days. So, just, uh, we had first-hand reporting. And we also have video of the guy uh, getting pulled overboard from a shark and he is alive still living but i don't know uh, the first hand reporting <laughs> didn't go into detail about what was wrong with them i hope everything is fine i hope everything is fine but it didn't sound like it so when in florida man be careful you got malaria mosquitoes you got drowning riptides and you got lemon sharks pulling you out of the boat oof Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.